Hi, this is the World War America podcast. I'm Anderson Thomas. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the ride. Following the 2022 general election money trail because not all money is equal in politics. It seems like it is. It's reported like it is. Everyone assumes that it is, but not all money is equal. And that's why following the money the way that I'm going to share with everyone today is important. So before I start into that, let me first say that the incumbency in American politics is huge. Being an incumbent almost guarantees victory. In this election this year, 2022, in the U.S. Senate, 100% of incumbents won re-election. In the House of Representatives, 95% won re-election. So, once you know that, what you know then is about 70 to 85% of every campaign in this entire country, every election, we can pretty much tell you who that's going to be. And it's going to be the person who holds office already. That's just how it goes. The races that are left, the competitive races, that's where the money really matters. And that's where you want to examine and follow the money in that realm because that's where little details can practically predict the future when it comes to politics. So with that said, Knowing that it's normal to have 95 to 100% of incumbents win. And by the way, there were five states in 2020 where every single incumbent won, 100%. <laughs> so five states, every incumbent won for every single race throughout the entire state for five entire states. It's a big deal. Now that we know that, um, and now that we know because of that, 75 to 80% of the outcomes of most elections what we have to start to do is we have to start to look at which races where there's a chance for victory for the other party to take the seat where it's not an incumbent or if it is an incumbent, it's an incumbent who is hampered for some reason because of ethics or here's a little secret with incumbents. They do have an Achilles heel. The first time a candidate ever runs for re-election as an incumbent, that is where 80% of incumbents, if they do lose, so they, so out of all the incumbents who lose, 80% of them, it was their first time ever trying to get re-elected. And so anytime you see a seat where it's the first time an elected official is trying to get re-elected, that is going to be hotly contested no matter what. These are just the numbers, right? So because of that, we know now that Politics in America is going to be pretty much consistent day in and day out from campaign to campaign. We're going to have incumbents in there and they're going to stay there. And that's just the way that it's going to be. The other seats that become available where things can change, that's where the money comes in, like I said before. And in this case, 
I noticed a few things in the independent expenditure category that kind of raised an eyebrow. And when I say independent uh, expenditure, what I'm talking about is outside money. I'm talking about uh, dark money, super PAC money, outside money. And this money is important because, like I said in the beginning, not all money is the same in politics. Okay, not all money is the same. Independent expenditures and money brought in from outside groups in current modern politics, that money tends to be better money. I'll give you an example. The consultants that are hired tend to be better, right? The staff tend to be better. The pay is better. They give better perks. The travel is better. <laughs> Everything about super PACs and these uh, outside groups and how they function is better than how a normal political campaign functions. It wasn't like that 10 and 15 years ago. That's the case now. So in knowing that, what you can, when I, and this is what I've noticed. I mean, anyone can take a look at this, but I've noticed if a campaign is up against a lot of outside spending, and let's say the outs, for every dollar of outside spending comes, that comes in, a campaign usually has to spend about $2 to counter it. And that's because of efficiency. That's because these campaigns, they are notorious for treating their staff bad. They barely like to pay <laughs> their vendors. These super PACs, these outside groups, they pay and they pay well, right? So there's a real, there's a huge difference between uh, the work product coming out of these uh, groups, these outside groups, and coming from these campaigns. A huge difference between the two. And that's what I was noticing when I started looking into this, okay? Now that we're all on the same page on... Okay, we know the, the power of the incumbency, and we also know that outside money has changed. It's become better than inside money. It's almost as if outside money is now the grassroots in politics, and campaigning is, has become the astroturfing, believe it or not. Well, here are the things, two things I noticed in looking at this outside money and looking at... Um, what I, want to, what, what I want everyone to really understand is you want to look at trends. Uh, you want to look at carryover from a previous big election like the 2020 because this was a, an off-year election. There was a big election in 2020, so some things may carry over. And in this case, a lot of things carried over, especially with independent money. So this is what I noticed, independent expenditures. The two things I noticed. Republicans were not only donating to Democrats. They were voting for Democrats. They were making campaign ads for Democrats. This was 2020. Okay, I think there was a group called 43 for 46 for Biden, <laughs> right? And this was all former George uh, W. Bush uh, uh, people, staffers, that joined together and they formed a super PAC to support Joe Biden. They ran some campaign ads. They, ran a, they raised a bunch of money. And so I noticed that, wait a minute, this is a little bit different. We've got a situation where, the, where we have Republican establishment types raising money, campaigning, and voting for Democrats. And in this case, it was Joe Biden in 2020. Well, come 2022, the same thing happened again, where you had people like Liz Cheney bringing in tons of cash from some states like New York and California, Democrat money, right? We saw the Democrats pumping money into GOP primaries, making it so that 
more Trump-leaning candidates would win. And so when you look at this money, right, what you have to realize is, is when all the when people start talking about the money that was raised and they say, oh, the Republicans raised a lot of money. Very few times do they mention that a lot of that money was actually Democrat money. That should make a difference in how you analyze the money here, right, I would say. It makes a difference for me. So that's the first thing. So the numbers are skewed. And they're skewed because I noticed something about Trump and his slate of candidates. Trump and his slate of candidates bring a lot of money into the GOP, but for some, sometimes it's for the wrong reasons. They're bringing in Democrat money. And so they can point to all this money they're bringing in, but so much of it was Democrat money. And so there was sort of a, it, it, was, it was a stealthy kind of thing that happened in 20 and 2022. Okay. That's the first thing. Second thing I noticed was more independent expenditures were spent opposing Trump than Biden in 2020, and more independent expenditures were spent supporting uh, Biden in 2020 than Trump. Okay, so notice that too. Well, in 2022, more independent expenditures were made opposing uh, GOP candidates, right? And uh, same thing goes with a specific uh, race that I looked at. And so here we have a situation where Biden beat Trump. And in this case, you had all this flip like turnover from Republicans supporting Biden and everything else. I thought, well, in the 2022 election, we didn't have a big presidential campaign. But what we did have was a big Senate race in Georgia. And I thought to look at that race a little more because that was a race where the Republicans have had a really good chance to get that seat. Right. Because Warnock, Senator Warnock, this is his first time ever defending that seat for re-election, which means he's open for losing. And everyone knows this. And so the, that's a perfect, that was a perfect race for me to analyze and sort of compare if I want to see you know, what's going on in the 2022 race. When I analyzed it, what I noticed was more independent expenditures were made opposing Herschel Walker than Raphael Warnock, right? And so I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. If this is supposed to be such a competitive race, and I know the Republicans know that they have to win this thing, right? Then how, what's going on? What, why is it that there's more money going into uh, attacking Herschel Walker than there is going in to attack Senator Raphael Warnock? That was a big, big red flag to me. Right. So with all this known, here's how these variables affected the outcome and created an environment where GOP candidates found it hard to gain traction. OK, think of it this way. Independent expenditures are not only better quality. In content produced, OK, but they tend to be a lot of times from local or regional uh, groups, uh, organic or grassroots groups. The political campaigns coming out of Washington, D.C. tend to all be AstroTurf. So that's the other issue you have with this independent expenditure money where you're getting a bigger bang for your buck. Now, two huge things I noticed along these lines that allowed me to know for sure the GOP would fall well short of their stated goals for 2022. Most independent expenditures attacking the GOP were made by a myriad of social groups, labor unions, private individuals, businesses, okay? 
most independent expenditures attacking uh, the Democrats coming from the GOP side. It was coming from Washington, D.C. Ooh, big, big red flag. So, what I need to do now is a little bit of a tradecraft breakdown for you so you can see all this yourself. And I've set this up now so that I can finally uh, uh, show everyone how to do tradecraft uh, the way I do it. All right. So I'm just going to start from the beginning here and pull up some of these figures within the FEC so that everyone can see what we're uh, dealing with. All right. Okay. So let's go to spending. What I'm going to pull up here is independent expenditures. So if you go to the FEC website and just go to spending in the general uh, menu, pull up independent expenditures, and you want to go down to years, you want to pull up uh, 2022. All right, that's the only one you want. And you want to go into candidates mentioned, go into opposed, go into Senate, right, and Democrat Party, and I will say look for a candidate named Raphael Warnock. Okay, and what you're going to see is 358 transactions here, and let's look at the dollar. What I like to, what I like to do is order it in dollar amount, so you can take a look at some of these expenditures. Four million dollars. Look at who the spenders are, though. Senate Leadership Fund, Senate Leadership Fund, Le Senate Leadership Fund, Senate Leadership Fund, NRSC, Senate Leadership Fund, <laughs> right? That's important to, no to notice because the Senate Leadership Fund is Mitch McConnell Super PAC, right? Look who they're paying, Main Street Media Group. That is a Karl Rove type connected group. It's also a Mitch McConnell connected group. The guy who runs this thing lasted 100 days as the communications director in the Trump administration. Very few people know this, but he did. He didn't have it that, that easy there. Um, he's a middle-of-the-road guy. He's a professional. He is not a Trump guy, period. So here's what you got, right? So how does this work? This is what I was thinking to myself when I looked at this. I said, wait a minute. So here we have a situation where one of the biggest races for the GOP where they can definitely win this thing is a race where all, almost all of the money, outside money, is coming from Mitch McConnell. And it's being paid to a group run by a Karl Rove, Mitch, Mitch McConnell type of guy. It's not a Trump guy. And, but Herschel Walker is a Trump guy. And he's an unconventional candidate. And it made me realize, ooh, uh-oh. So the Republicans have done a, have a big problem here. What they've done is, is they've taken an offense, like run by Herschel Walker, a running back, and they've hired an offensive coordinator that's a specialist at throwing the ball and loves quarterbacks. 
That's essentially what they did here. And I thought to myself, well, this isn't going to work. There's no way in the world you can have a, a candidate like uh, uh, Herschel Walker, okay, who is a candidate that is just not a conventional candidate. And you run, you help bring in these independent ads and this independent expenditure infrastructure to help him win. And so you go after his opponent and you do it with tactics devised by Washington, D.C. guys for the state of Georgia. It, look, it will work because they've poll tested and they've done all this stuff and it's all professional, so it's professional stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just not as effective as a true grassroots campaign run by a smaller group or a regional group who know the, the lay of the land in Georgia. It just, it's just not a smart idea to run independent expenditures through Washington, D.C. I mean, it's just not, okay? So here's a look at what Democrats did attacking the same race, okay? So let's take Warnock off of here, and let's put Republican. Let's look for Walker. Okay, throw Herschel Walker in. So what do you notice about the money here? Okay, who's coming in and spending money to go after Herschel Walker? A group called Georgia Honor, the DSCC. Vote vets, vote vets. DSCC, vote vets, Georgia Honor. Every, every town for gun safety victory fund. More Georgia Honor. When you look at who's being paid, okay, Waterfront Strategies is a big national group, but look at all these other groups. There's SK, SKD Knickerbocker, Great American Media. You know, that's that's a channel, that's a, that's a company that does like Hallmark type stuff. <laughs> so think about, you know, that little bit of strategy there. They're going in for media buys for people who watch holiday shows and stuff that you will watch on Hallmark. And they're attacking Herschel Walker. So what you're noticing is for independent expenditures attacking Herschel Walker is you see a different strategy coming from the Democrats. Okay? It's just a different, totally different strategy. And it, it's worked better. It's a smarter strategy with this outside money. Okay? It's a much smarter strategy. So I saw this and I just thought to myself, well, how do you how do you go into such a huge campaign season like this and you're saying that you're going to have this huge wave and then you start to look at how they're spending money and you start to look at what they're doing with it and then you see that their strategy is 100% disconnected from the candidates that are being run on their slate. And then the other thing that you notice is this. All this independent expenditure money, a lot of it's going through this Mitch McConnell thing or the Karl Rove thing or the D.C. establishment guys for the GOP. A lot of it is, and the Democrats too, but when the money is going through there, right, it ends up going to fundraisers, ends up going to all these other entities and not like actual, like trying to get voters to come out and vote. So that's the other problem with what I noticed with these independent expenditures. And this, this problem goes on and on and on. 
I'll show you here, right? So I pulled up, I have a few spreadsheets here, and you can see where uh, independent expenditures for the GOP in 2022, opposing GOP, uh, GOP candidates. Open this up right now and show you. It's just, and then also I'll open up the Senate candidates. You'll see total, total money, and it's it, it's it's a little bit mind blowing when you think about it because the Democrats beat the Republicans in independent expenditures uh, overall, right? So here we are, right? Independent expenditures. This is opposing GOP Senate candidates. $44 million looks like. Well, 442 $442 million opposing GOP candidates and in independent expenditures for 2022. $406 million opposing Democrat candidates. Now, you can actually break this down a little further, right? Not only are they being beat in money, but look at how look at how the money was spent. That's the part where you just go, what? What are these guys doing? So let me I thought to myself, I, I don't I don't get it. So let's try to do independent expenditures. Uh for the entire Senate opposing Republican Party candidates, right? You get 2,483 results, all right? And then when you look at who is being opposed, look at that, Mehmet Oz, Herschel Walker, Oz, Walker, Blake Masters, Blake Masters, Herschel Walker, Oz, Adam Laxalt. Look at this in J.D. Vance. This, is, this thing blew my mind. So this is opposing J.D. Vance, who's a Republican, and it's the club for growth. <laughs> so, crazy. I'm sorry, J.D. Vance is, yeah, it's, I, I, <laughs> see, I'm even getting confused. He's a Republican, the club of growth is attacking him, it's amazing to me. So that's what I was noticing, little things like that. Like, how do you have Republicans going after Republicans like that in a big way? You don't see that on the other side. This guy's got to go, ooh, red flags, big, big red flags. And so, look, you just see it. Mehmet Oz, Walker, Oz, Walker, Oz, <laughs> right? And then look at the Senate. Get rid of, let's look at the Democrats, right? So who were the Republicans going after with independent expenditures? They were going after Raphael Warnock. Smart, right? Mark Kelly. That's kind of rough race, man. Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock. Catherine Cortez Masto. John Fetterman. Right? But I don't even think John Fetterman was in the top ten. So let's see. One, two, three, four. Barely top ten for spends, like not total amount, but the, I have it. I have this adjusted for amount spent, and look how much money is being spent on Warnock, and until you get to Fetterman, 
right? But actually, when you look at this, there aren't that many candidates, right? And when you look at how it played out, you see that the Senate Leadership Fund was funding almost all of it. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. All the top money for independent expenditures for the entire Senate race, all of it, was Senate Leadership Fund. Mitch McConnell. I don't know. It's just not, a, it's not that smart of a move. Okay, and this is where I knew they were going to get hurt. I knew it. I saw it. So they got outspent, outspent in that Georgia race for independent expenditures. They got outspent overall for all Senate races and independent expenditures. Like, and you're, you're saying you're going to have a way? How does that even work? And then on top of that, they're spending their money. They're, they're funneling it through D.C. things that are connected to GOP leadership and not the kind of candidates that were running on, like running in the races. Huge mistakes here. This was <laughs> huge. So I see it this way. The GOP ran a conventional offense for unconventional candidates. Period. End of story. Okay, they just did. And it was just a huge strategy mistake. The Democrats flooded GOP primaries with money benefiting unconventional candidates. Like the, the Democrats flooded the zone, pumping up all of these candidates that they knew would be would have a really hard time getting elected in a general election. Okay? And when everyone examines the money, they don't talk about the fact that the GOP money, a big chunk of it is actually Democrat money. It really skews the numbers. The Democrats targeted races better with the, with the independent expenditure money they had, and they had different groups with better abilities, right? The Democrats had a myriad of attacking platforms to attack GOP candidates on. They did. The GOP didn't manage independent expenditure money properly. They just didn't, okay? The GOP ran, they basically ran an AstroTurf campaign. That's what they ran for a slate of candidates who were all grassroots types. I don't even think the GOP knows half of this. I don't think they do. So it looks like 2024 is going to be an epic disaster for the GOP. I could be wrong, but I think they're going to continue down this road, which means that we're going to see an even better bigger collapse in 2024 so going forward it would like i showed you here you can go on the fec site start looking at these independent expenditures start looking at who's actually spending the money start looking at which companies which vendors are getting the money and are spending it right these are the details you gotta look at because these are the details that let you know what's really going on inside of a party what's really going on with their strategy it's important so with all that said, please like and subscribe. Please share with your friends and family. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight. This is different, right? It's video. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please have a good night. Take care. Love you guys.